listening to the Dearest Doula podcast. I'm your host, Natalie Sines, and this is episode 116. Welcome, dearest doula community. Today we are featuring a doula and birth photographer. She is the owner of Vanessa Mendez Photography and Birth Services and is currently serving clients in the San Antonio area. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the show my friend Vanessa Mendez. How are you today, Vanessa? I'm good, Natalie. Thank you so much for having me today. How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing great. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Um, so I've given our listeners just a really brief overview. Why don't you take a minute to tell us a little more about yourself? Well, my name is Vanessa Mendez. I live in San Antonio, Texas. I was born and raised here, and I absolutely love San Antonio. It does not really get cold in the winters. because I do not like cold weather. Not that I like the humidity that much, but <laughs> at least there's no snow. Right. Um, <laughs> I am married to my husband, Maddie. We are married for four years in October, and we have two kids, um, Ava, who is five, and Ezra, who's about to be two. We also have a dog, Bodie, who's just about to be one, I guess, in human years. So we've got a pretty fun, um, hectic life, but I, I love it. I adore San Antonio. I adore my family and everything that I get to do. Oh, awesome. Well, thank you so much for sharing that with us. And I've gotten to meet Vanessa's family, and they are just as sweet and adorable as they sound. So that's really great. Um, so moving on, before we jump into your origin story today, which we are framing around the birth photography hat that you wear in the birth worker world, um, before we get into that, I'd really like to ask you to answer the short and sweet. And so this is something I post to all of our listeners, just because it's something I know I really struggled with, and honestly, I'm still constantly fine-tuning as a doula. And that's just trying to explain what it is that we do and offer to people that have never heard of this line of work before. So Vanessa, as a birth photographer, how do you explain what it is that you do in about 10 seconds or less? Ooh, that's a good one. So usually I'll let, you know, anybody I'm talking to know, as your birth photographer, I will be there to support you in any way I can. Um, but my primary goal is to capture your labor, your birth, and your first moments as a family together in like that raw photojournalistic manner as each moment unfolds, um, you know, one moment at a time. Awesome. That sounds so great. And I know you've already got me sold. And for those of you that don't know, <laughs> Vanessa is actually was my birth photographer with our little baby girl, Evelyn. So um, another interesting fact that I don't think I've even mentioned here on the show, this is the very first interview that I'm conducting after the birth of Evelyn. Everything else has been pre-recorded and has been automated on its release. So really excited to introduce you to Vanessa. She was an amazing part of my birth team overall and just excited to get to know you a little bit better today through our interview. Yes, it was such a beautiful birth, beautiful birth Natalie. I seriously enjoyed being there and I still look at your gallery of images <laughs> every day. Awesome. Well, thanks for that. Um, so what I'd like to do next is have you share with our listeners your origin story, which is what I like to call it. Um, and but really that's just you sharing the story of how you became inspired to do what you do as a birth photographer. So as you're explaining that things I'd really love for you to touch on is what you were doing prior to becoming a birth photographer. And if you had to make any special accommodations or circumstances in your life to make that work, um, what that transition was like, I know we'd really enjoy hearing that. 
Yeah, of course. So I have to say that it partially started with my pregnancy um, with my daughter, Ava. So during my pregnancy, I really did kind of want that natural water birth. But in all honesty, I was extremely scared to inquire about it or change the decisions that I had already made with my doctor and my family. Um, I was really young. I was 19 or 20 <laughs> when I was pregnant um, and gave birth to her. So I really wasn't familiar with the whole birth world, um, which is something that I think needs to change. I mean, young, mm -hmm. young moms need to know about the options that they have. And I didn't. I was too scared to really act on them. Um, but fast forward a few years later, I'm pregnant with Ezra, my son, and the want for a natural water birth was still there, but I was still very scared to take control initially. So as time goes on, uh, you know, I was settling for the normal OB care that, you know, you walk into your appointment, 15 minutes you're out because all they did was listen to the heartbeat and m measure your fundus. Mm -hmm. uh, well, one night I'm flipping through Netflix and I see the business of being born on there. Mm -hmm. And so I had heard so many things about it and I decided that I'm just going to go ahead and watch it. So I watched it and in that moment, in that single documentary, my whole world changed. I talked to my husband that night look, I want to do this. I want to switch. I want to look into my options. And he was nothing but an immense amount of support. So sure enough, the next morning I called um, a few of the local birth centers and I was able to set something up with San Antonio Birth Center really quick. And I went and I instantly fell in love with the setting, with the midwives, with the homey feeling that was there. So I immediately requested, you know, hey, can I have my health record sent over, see if I'm even a good fit. fit. But I made sure that my OB office knew, like, this isn't something that's set in stone. They haven't accepted me. I don't know if I'm going to get to do this. Mm -hmm. Well, they went ahead and canceled all of my appointments anyways. And I went to my appointment. I think I was like 34 weeks. I went to my 34-week wow. appointment. I switched at the last minute. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I went to my 34-week appointment, and they canceled everything. So I had to wait two to three hours to even be seen by my doctor, who was just awful and neglectful and snarky to me. And I decided, like, at that moment, I couldn't go back. Like, this isn't something that I deserved. So I sat and I prayed and wished that San Antonio Birth Center would call me back with some good news. And sure enough, they did. So my first appointment with them was at 36 weeks. Wow. And they saw me until I delivered my son the day before my quote-unquote due date. Mm -hmm. um, and it was amazing. So that really inspired me to want to take that leap and, and be a doula or do something that has to do with birth, um, a midwife, like whatever I could to at least be engaged in it. And so the most simple thing at the time was to become a doula and so that's what I started through Birth Arts International through their online platform mm -hmm. um, so I've been working through that but what really ended up taking off was the birth photographer aspect of it and so I love the doula work but I found this passion this fire that ignited and just keeps growing for the birth photography there's nothing like seeing those pictures and being able to capture these moments for families as their story unfolds. So my transition to becoming a full-time birth photographer is really still underway. 
I still have a full-time standard job as a mortgage loan officer with USAA, which I love. I love it. I love numbers. I love my job. I love helping our military. But being a birth, birth photographer slash doula is what I feel like I was really meant to do. So I think, you know, my primary focus is, is working on birth photography and expanding it and being able to capture these moments. Um, so I feel like it gives me that kind of extra purpose in life because honestly, I've always felt like I did not have a creative bone in my body <laughs> and being able to be creative in this way and provide families with these images that tell a story that, that they don't get to see from a third party view. They experience it and now they get these images and they get to see what it was like um, and how it unfolded because I mean, you remember the things for a certain amount of time but slowly the memories start to fade away or you remember bits and pieces and not everything mm -hmm. um, so these images really give families the opportunity to, to remember and see every moment of their birth as it as it played out oh I love that and I'm so excited to listen to your story first off because some of it just echoes and reminds me so much of my own. You know, I had my my son at a really young age, and I was very much along the same lines. Where I was kind of too afraid to even peek through that door when it came to different birth options and preferences that were available to me. And I was just very timid and shy. And then also, for me, it was years later, and I wasn't pregnant at the time, but also watching that documentary, The Business of Being Born, was a definite aha moment in my life and what kind of more eventually steered me into birth work as well. So, so cool to hear that. And then just touching for a minute on what you said about the birth photography, I think you're absolutely right and you hit the nail on the head with that. Like even in my own personal experience, I was so deep in labor land with this, my last birth with Evelyn that there's so much that I don't remember. And I remember with my first son f having these really fuzzy memories and I thought it was because it was a medicated birth and the setting was different, but even in this way, I still felt like it was, um, it already feels kind of like a distant memory. So the joy of getting to look at my home birth album that you sent me was just so exciting. And it was so cool to see it, like you said, from another perspective. And I have those memories that I can cherish forever and that I can pass down to her and that she can cherish. It's just the coolest thing. And I'm so glad that there's people like you who are able to offer that to, to myself and to all of our other clients and moms out there. So really awesome stuff. Um, I know I love it. <laughs> <laughs> and I just had a, a couple follow-up questions on that. So I know you'd mentioned that, you know, after listening to the doc or after watching the documentary, it really inspired you to pursue birth work and that you're now doing the birth photography and that's where you put a lot of emphasis on. Was photography already something that you had experience in or how did you choose out of all the different mediums out there, like out of being a doula or a postpartum doula or um, a placenta capsulation specialist or a childbirth educator? What was it about photography that drew you to it and and did you have that experience? And if not, did you do anything in particular to prepare yourself for it? No, I didn't. I bought my first DSLR. Um, it was December of 2014 because I wanted to take better pictures of my kids. Like, you know, you have your phone and you take mm -hmm. all these pictures and you can't really print them the way that you want. So I went out and I did a little bit of research and I bought a DSLR and a nifty 50 camera lens and started taking pictures. Well, I'm, I'm pretty good friends with the photographer 
um, a wedding photographer up north, and, you know, she was always giving me compliments, which made me feel so good. Mm -hmm. So I was like, oh, maybe I could do this. Um, And, you know, I started practicing different things uh, and taking her advice with pictures and asking her for advice. So um, I ended up actually having a set of friends ask if I would take their maternity pictures and take their birth pictures. And so I gladly accepted, right? You know, this is cool. I want to give it a shot and see how it plays out. You know, I'm not really creative, but (laughs) I'll give it a shot. And from there, it kind of just blossomed. And I'm the type of person who you give me a manual, I'm going to read that full manual and I'm going to learn how to do it. And I'm going to learn how to do it the first time. So really kind of navigating from, hey, I'm going to snap a picture of my kids to learning all of the ins and outs of a camera by looking things up online and Pinterest and reading articles and asking for advice um, kind of really got me to where I am now. Um, I have room to grow. I'm always going to say, you know, you always have room to grow. But Mm. I feel like from that first maternity session and that first kind of birth session, to where I am now has just grown so much already. And um, that kind of stuck out more to me. So I think I did do my first birth shoot, quote unquote, it ended up being a C-section and I couldn't go in. Mm -hmm. Um, But that first kind of birth photography um, shoot before I started doula work, but I kind of acted as a doula for her as well. Um, So I felt you know, well, I don't know how far I can branch into this birth photography thing, but I'm going to shoot for the doula. And then birth photography just overtook that. So (laughs) awesome. Well, thanks so much. I was just curious. So um, awesome. Well, our next segment touches on a time where you've really struggled as a birth worker. And this already is something I'm really anxious to hear just because we do oftentimes or a majority of the time our guests are doulas that are here on the show. But um, we do strive to have a variety of birth workers on so that we can hear what those moments of struggle and those big triumphs are like. So, Vanessa, wearing your birth photography hat, could you share with us a time where you really struggled with that, um, what that struggle was like, and how you were able to use it to your advantage now? I think maybe the biggest struggle besides juggling every single thing that I have going on schedule-wise is going to be learning the ins and outs of a camera and making sure that you are taking pictures that are going to come out. Um, Because you do get into situations, like especially your birth, Natalie, there was only a string of lights that was lighting your tub. Mm -hmm. And you can't go into a birth and not know the ins and outs of a camera. So really learning how to shoot in those different ways and transition Um, from one area of a room to another area without getting in the midwife's way, without getting in the doula's way, without getting in your way as a laboring mama. Mm -hmm. Um, It is kind of like initially was my struggle because I think with one of my first births, I ran into a nurse and I felt so awful because she was like running to the mom and I was like trying to figure (laughs) out what I was doing. So um, that's probably going to be the biggest struggle is really learning how to kind of navigate and plan you know, how everything is going to go, even though it might not always turn out as planned, Mm -hmm. but learning how to navigate a camera and navigate your way around kind of like a birth room or where you're going to be, which is one of the main reasons why I ask my my moms, you know, hey, can we meet at 
wherever you're going to give birth and have labor so I can see how the setup's going to be so I can get an idea of what the lighting will be like and how much room I'm going to have to move around and what I could potentially do in different scenarios. Mm -hmm. And so we did that. I got to meet up with you at um, your birthplace and we kind Mm -hmm. of mapped out everything and that really helps me out. Um, So I think I've overcome that kind of struggle by learning to to kind of say hey you know do you mind showing me your area (laughs) Um, because that really helps me out not be in your way right right oh that's so interesting I mean that really does sound a lot like um, a common struggle that doula is facing in the birth room it's learning to like you said learning to adapt so quickly to different environments and for you that's maybe more so adjusting the ISO or flash settings on your camera whereas for a doula it's just adjusting to, okay, you know, maybe this was our birth plan or our birth preference and something's changed. And then the other idea or the other struggle is learning to kind of melt into the scenery, right? Learning to take that step back and, and fade away and just be that, that presence that isn't, isn't too well noticed by anybody. And so um, I think that's just something that's especially hard as a doula. And it's so interesting to hear that's something that birth photographers have to be mindful of too. But I'm so glad that they do because the last thing you want is somebody right in your face when you're in in transition, right? So that's great. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) So what I'd like to do next is touch on a different moment in time in your career as a birth worker. And that's having you share with us a movie moment or more simply put, this is just a time as a birth worker where you've realized this this is why I do what I do I was meant to be doing this kind of work so if you wouldn't mind sharing with us a moment where you experience that we'd love to hear it okay well I I kind of think that this is going to trail back into the origin story um I don't I don't think I touched point on this but it's really going to be that kind of it is that aha moment so it's gonna have to go back to one of my very first births um I was maybe my second or third birth as a as a training doula, and I and I had started dabbling in the photography aspect of it a little more. So I was hoping that this couple would let me take photographs of their birth, which they did, and they let me share them, which not everybody does. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a beautiful birth where <laughs> actually Mama's water broke the night that I met them. Wow. It was so funny. So we went for lunch. Um, we signed papers, we talked, we got to know each other. Um, you know, we talked about the birth ball and I, and I said, do you guys have a birthing ball? And they said, yeah, it's in the trunk. Um, is it blown up? No, it's still in the box. And I go, well, you guys blow that baby up. Um, Savannah sit on that ball, maybe sit on it 30, 45 minutes a night, watch TV or do something. Um, but start, you know, opening up your hips. Sure enough, that night, they blow up the birth ball, she sits on it, and her water broke. Wow. (laughs) So I get a text that night from her husband. It was like 9.30 at night that the water had broke, and they were going to the hospital. Um, So all night, my adrenaline was pumping. I was excited. I was up. I sleep with my phone on my face when I'm on call like this. (laughs) So I was ready. Um, well, it wasn't until maybe five to six o'clock in the morning that they had called and asked me to actually head to the hospital. So I got there and Savannah had labored so beautifully. Um, she really, she really did. Um, she wanted that natural childbirth and it just didn't play out that way because exhaustion comes in and, um, 
she ended up maybe around eight centimeters, you know, going for the, um, the epidural. Mm. Um, but to be there and to have it like happen that night that I met them and to go right into it the very next day was kind of like, Oh my God, is this real? Like, you know, I've had a little bit of time to mentally prepare and this is me getting pushed right into all the good stuff. So it was really fun. Um, (laughs) it was really exciting, but Leave, you know, I, I got a few labor shots, but um, one moment I was holding her leg, and the next she was pushing, and then the next I was prancing around her labor room furniture to get the perfect shot. <laughs> and sure enough, I got the perfect shot. And so the moment I looked at it when I got home, I knew that I needed to be by these mom's sides, capturing these moments that nobody else would get the opportunity to capture. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like where my aha came in, you know. Seeing everything um, unfold in my images and seeing her face as her son was born, it was it was great and it was beautiful. Oh, that's awesome! I'm so glad that we got to share that moment with you. Thank you so much for doing that. And um, what I'd like to do next is before we get into the nitty gritty, we're actually going to pause for a moment to get a quick word in from our sponsors. Do you want to build a doula business that supports you as well as your clients? If you love being a doula with all of your heart, yet struggle to find clients to grow a thriving business, Fable Mia's Don't Doula It Yourself business trainings and memberships are here to guide you every step of the way. Whether you want trainings on social media, goal setting, marketing, or more, they have trainings that you're going to absolutely love. So be sure to visit them at training.babomia.com and click on the pay-per-view tab for a complete list of trainings, including a pretty amazing and totally free business prep school video series. You can use the code DEAREST to get 50% off any of the pay-per-view videos or monthly memberships. Again, that website is training.babomia.com and babomia is spelled B-E-B-O-M. Are you a doula or childbirth professional who wants to deliver the best experience to your clients? Do you also want to make sure you're being smart about the best ways to run your business? If so, consider joining Your Birth Experience. Their training and curriculum is used nationwide by childbirth professionals who learn how to connect with clients, identify their needs, and equip them for their own unique experiences. Participants of Your Birth Experience will also learn valuable branding, sales, marketing, and pricing strategies. They empower you with mi- by combating myths with facts, using simple and effective training techniques, and by getting you the tools and resources you need to help parents make informed decisions. So learn more about their step-by-step training process at yourbirthexperience.com and use the code DEAREST-DOULA for 10% off your purchase. All right, Vanessa, we are back. And what I'd like to do next is dive into the nitty gritty. And this is just where we get to know you on a little bit of a deeper level. So to start off, what would you say is your biggest strength as a birth worker? Ooh, I think my biggest strength is my friendliness. I'm, <laughs> I'm serious. I'm so personal, personable, and I really love connecting with everybody that I work with. Um, so it, I, I make it a point to find a connection and to build a friendship because I don't think that as a birth worker, it should be birth worker plus client equals outcome. Mm-hmm. I think that if you're going to choose to have somebody by your side for such a sacred experience that that person needs to be somebody that you can really connect with. So I'm really great at connecting with people and finding common grounds and building friendships with people. Um, So that has to be my biggest strength. Awesome. So, Vanessa, what is one thing that has you inspired right now? 
my family. They definitely are my inspiration to keep going in the direction that I'm going and to keep building and learning and, and trying to do my best. Um, because, you know, like I said, I, I love my regular job. It's great. But ideally, you know, I don't want to have to work a full-time 40-hour-a-week job like that. I want to be able to do this. Um, and be able to support my family. So they are my biggest inspiration in making sure that I am successful in every way that I can be. Oh, that was beautiful. Thank you. Um, so what is one personal habit that you would say keeps you on your A game? I would have to say one of my best personal habits that keeps me on my A game is my organization. I have to plan. I have to have a backup. I have to have a backup to my backup and I carry my planner around with me everywhere I go. Well, I, I did until I spilled an entire Coke bottle on it and now I'm <laughs> waiting for my new planner. So I'm trying to kind of use my phone calendar, but it's really not the best thing to use. Okay, cool. All right. Um, what is one internet resource that you swear by? Okay, so this might sound really silly. But I have to swear by the Facebook groups that I'm in. Cool. Um, it, they are such a great outlet for advice, constructive feedback, inspiration, and support. And the women that I've met through these groups are also amazing, and they help encourage me every day. I have a few groups that I'm in for birth photography that really help me out, especially when I want to learn something, um, a certain way to edit, a different method for um, shooting, you know, I've been wanting to learn flash and so they've been helping me learn different um, techniques and different brands and making their recommendations. So I really treasure that I can have an instant connection with these women who also do what I do. But I also have kind of like, you know, my mom group, my, my favorite one that's called SBDR that has been my online mama village for the past couple of years. They've been there from the first time that I took my first client till now and they continue to support me and I really admire these friendships that I've built and I've actually met maybe 10 of them um, just by traveling or them traveling here just to meet up even if it's for a couple minutes so these outlets these these Facebook groups and the connections that you build have really been kind of one of my favorite internet resources Oh, that's awesome. What was the name of that mommy group that you said you were part of? It's called SBDR. Um, I think it's like a close private group, but I can invite you. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Um, so what is one book that you would recommend to the Dearest Doula community and why? So this doesn't have to be birth-related, right? Right, right. Because <laughs> I have to be 100% honest. Probably the only birth book that I've ever really read was Ada May's Guide to Childbirth, which I loved. Uh-huh. But if I'm going to dive into my favorite guilty pleasure book turned movie right now, it has to be The Girl on a Train. I loved every bit of that book. I couldn't put it down. And I am already obsessed with the cast of the movie. I mean, Luke Evans is in that. Who doesn't love him? <laughs> awesome. And um, what is one item that you consider your must-have as a birth photographer? And we're going to exclude your camera. <laughs> I'm going to have to go to my um, snacks, maybe, but, okay. but really, my, my backup SD card. Um, because there are cases where your card may get full or 
um, the card just isn't working sometimes. So I always carry an extra one in my pocket that is clean, that is updated, that is the um, equal amount or greater speed and um, capabilities of what is that capability has the same capabilities of holding images or videos. So mm -hmm. I always make sure I have a backup SD card on me because you never know what's going to happen. And there are cases where I've been known to actually forget my SD card in my laptop. Mm. So <laughs> I always have that extra SD card in my bag and I put it in my pocket when I get to, um, labor destination. Awesome. Now, let's say you woke up tomorrow in a completely new town. Your food and shelter are taken care of, and you have $300. What steps would you take in the next 10 days to build your business? I would immediately start introducing myself to the local birth community as a birth photographer. Um, I'd really want to meet the doulas and the midwives since they advocate more for this type of photography. Um, maybe start some Facebook ads in the area and offer discounts so that I can build my clientele um, and, and so that people can know that, you know, I'm here. I think one of the, the biggest things that would help me if that were to happen would maybe be forming a partnership or some sort of agreement with a local doula or midwife or maybe even birth center so that they can promote me and I can promote them in exchange. Cool. I like that idea. Um, so whether it comes to business building, attracting clients, or marketing your brand, what are some strategies that you've implemented that you really feel have helped to elevate your business? I think maybe it's going to end up trailing back to being myself um, and social media. So you can, you, know, you can advertise all you want. You can offer low rates or, or um, free things with birth birth packages but if you cannot be true to yourself and have a true passion to for what you're doing then you cannot attract the type of people that you want to work with so you know like I said earlier I make it a point to build an immediate relationship with whoever I meet and speak with and I make it a person a, a purpose to meet whoever I'm working with in person before any sort of agreements are finalized mm -hmm. because I mean, again, you don't want to work with somebody that you don't connect with in such a sacred space. So it's pretty rare that I will not meet up with somebody before I sign a contract. If, you know, if we can't meet, then we'll FaceTime or talk on the phone, whatever works so that we can, you know, verify that we work well together. Right. Um, so being myself is my biggest strategy. <laughs> awesome. I like it. And then lastly, do you have a quote that inspires you? I really like a quote by Albert Schweitzer. It says, success is not the key to happiness. Happiness is the key to success. If you love what you are doing, you will be more successful. That's beautiful. I love that. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Vanessa, for coming on and sharing your birth worker journey with our listeners. The Dearest Stula community truly believes that what you do matters. So let's go ahead and wrap up today with you sharing a parting piece of guidance for our listeners, a little more about your business and the best way to connect with you, and then we'll say goodbye. All right. So my biggest piece of advice is don't be afraid to ask for help. I have asked for an immense amount of help from everybody that I knew would be willing to and, and able to help me from my wedding photographer, Rachel, all the way up north um, to an Austin birth photographer. 
when I first started. So they have never said, no, I'm not going to help you. They've always been so willing to give me any advice and information that I was needing. And, you know, even if you're local and you may be scared to say, hey, Vanessa, I want to get into birth photography. Can you help me out? I'm not going to say no. I'll stand on it by myself. <laughs> um, don't be afraid to ask for advice because, you know, that's something that's a, that's a given. And um, I love to give advice and I love to help out and, and other people do. And there's no way that you can get to where you want to be if you have questions and you can't get them answered. So whether it's me or whether it's somebody in a Facebook community group, ask for that advice, ask for that help. Um, somebody will help you. <laughs> awesome. Um, as a birth photographer, you can find me pretty much on any social media outlet. Is that where I do this? <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you can find me on Instagram um, at vanessamendez.birth. Uh, you can find me on Facebook at um, facebook.com forward slash Vanessa Mendez photos or my website, which is www.vanessamendezphotography.com. Awesome. Well, the Dearest Dula community will be able to find links to everything of value that you mentioned on today's show, including those best ways to connect with you by going to dearestdoula.com, clicking on the podcast button and finding your name in the archives, or by simply typing Vanessa or Vanessa Mendez, which is M-E-N-D-E-Z, in the search bar to have this episode show notes page pop right up. Vanessa, thank you so much for sharing your time and your energy, your awesome energy and your stories with the Dearest Dula community community. Thanks to your interview, we're all one step closer to being connected, educated, and empowered. And we just send you a big warm hug. Thank you so much, Natalie, for inviting me to be on your podcast. I, ever since I heard it, uh, heard about it the first time I started listening. So I'm very excited that you invited me here and I can't wait to hear our interview. Awesome. Thanks. Thanks.